Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset. And I am so pumped for today because I've got an unbelievable guest on. He spoke at an event. I, I wish I could say that I spoke at. I, I sat on a panel. He actually spoke as one of the keynotes. And as a guy that's been to a ton of events and heard a ton of people talk, he was one of the best I've ever heard. S incredibly practical, made everything very simplistic and easy to understand. He's funny. And so, guys, I am so excited to welcome Austin Armstrong to the show, bro. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Kyle, you're making me blush, brother. I appreciate you. Happy to be here. Dude, so just so everybody knows, because here's what's wild. I, I didn't know who you were before SocialCon, which is why I thought SocialCon was amazing, because it opened my world up to a bunch of new people that are doing really cool things that I need to be paying attention to. And, and so you were one of those people. You, you are the CEO of Social T Pro. You've, in the last few months, you've released uh, another company that you're the CEO of, Syllabi.io, which we just got, I think, three days ago. My team awesome. just jumped on there. Hey, and, cool. and so I want to talk about that a little bit. But, man, where, where I want to start is I usually save this for the end, but for some reason with you, I want to ask it in the beginning. You do a ton of interviews. You're on a lot of podcasts. You put out a lot of content. You get to speak on a lot of stages. What is the one thing that people don't ask you about enough? Uh, whoa, that's a good question. Um, that don't ask me enough. Uh, I think. Do you, <laughs> so. I do. I do a lot, and I think. You know, ne nobody ever asks me, like, how do you do it all? Where do you find the time? And I think yeah. those are important, important things to talk about. Um, my schedule is is not as impressive as one might think it is uh, <laughs> for how much I do. Uh, the sure. Real is I don't have kids. So it Dude, makes that, that, <laughs> that changes everything. <laughs> so so let's. Let, let's jump into that because you, so just so people understand, right? Like you're the CEO of, of at least two companies. There may even be other ones out there that you're like, well, people don't even know that I also have this and that whatever, right? You, you have millions and millions of followers across, you know, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, right? All the places that we all want to be. You're creating content all the time. And so... For the average person that when I say, hey, you should think about making a video a week and they go, I mean, how am I supposed to have time for that? Mm -hmm. Talk us through that, man. Like how, how do you, how do you do all this? Well, 
Yeah, you have to build out systems uh, and you can't, you know, just think immediately that you can get started and you're going to be able to output the same as me because um, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been doing sure. social media for, for 18 years. I've been in business for, for four years and you start somewhere and you just keep stacking and stacking and building upon that. Uh, one of the biggest things for me is uh, I, I like to call it outsourcing my suck. So there's a lot of things I love that, that. I don't like to do. Uh, and really what I'm passionate about is just being a creator. It's all I want to do. All I want to okay. do is jump on podcasts like this, speak on stage and create content every day. And so naturally I can't do that immediately. Right. But so I built up my business. I did a lot of stuff at first. You get to that point where you can outsource some of the things that uh, that you don't like to do or that can be done more efficiently by a dedicated person. And you begin to hire for all of these things. My agency is pretty much self-sustaining at this point, and it's gotten that way yeah. from four years. Uh, and now the other side of things with, with syllabi as well, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a hiring process. And you know you have to be okay with letting go of some of the things that that you do day to day in your business, and realize that uh, it's it's okay. Other people yeah. can do the job. In fact, most of the time, uh, they're going to do it better than you can because yeah. they're solely dedicated on that one thing. So you can free up your schedule to do more of what you love to do. And so that has been the the secret for me is I just, you know, rather than just hoarding everything and saying, yeah, I can do every single role. And technically, I yes, I would be able to pay myself a, a lot more money, but at what expense? I, I wouldn't have the time. I wouldn't have the freedom. I would be spread too thin. I couldn't focus on the bigger picture things of, you know, scaling and growing the company and, and right. leaning into what I love to do. And so, you know, wherever you're starting at, if you can consistently create one video per week, start there, stay consistent with it, batch it ahead of time. If, if you, if you want to, or, or you need to, it just means, you know, take one uh, day a week or, or one day a month, knock out as many videos as you can schedule them out or save them in your drafts and upload them once a week or whatever your consistency is. And then let that be your new norm and then stack upon your new norm until you get to where you want to go. Yeah, so I I want you to break down because I love outsource the suck. I, I think that's awesome. So many entrepreneurs, like if we're not careful, we spend so much time in the things we hate and also aren't good at, and then it robs us of our joy and energy to then mm -hmm. even want to do the things that we are good at, right? Yeah. And so that's powerful in and of itself. But in content creation specifically, talk about a system that you have in place that that helps you either be consistent with creating the content or or be efficient with actually posting the content because so many people create it but then it never leaves their camera roll is there a system inside of content creation that that helps you execute at the level you do sure so there's a, there's a couple things that i want to touch upon firstly uh perfectionism is procrastination so you don't need mm -hmm. to be a perfectionist in fact it's killing your consistency just post it. Don't worry if it's perfect. You don't need all of this ridiculous gear. You don't need the perfect lighting. You don't need the perfect setup, you know, all of this stuff. Just post the video and improve yep. one percent every single video. So that's a mindset shift for you. I love it. Now, how I create content is chaos and I don't recommend it. I'll share it with you. Okay. Uh, as far as systems go, 
uh, that's all on the agency side of things. So we have um, we have a dedicated uh, uh, account and success manager um, that you know talks and and holds the hand of all of the clients, make sure we get the uh, make sure we get all of that content, passes it off uh, to our video editor. The video editor edits everything, organizes everything into a spreadsheet, a content calendar, quality control, and everything is is uh, is done on that. That gets uh, passed off to our social media account manager that actually does all of the posting and optimization on the accounts. Uh, and then we review it and send analytic reports. So that's our, that's our pipeline and, and system yeah. uh, that we have in place. Now, how I create content is on a whim. Uh, I've just done it so many times over the last four years, starting on TikTok, I've posted two to three videos a, a day and I've barely missed any days. I'm at about 3000 videos posted. So I'll let wow. you do the, the math there. Um, I've just got it down. When I get an inspiration for for a piece of content or I need to get something out, I have my systems in place. I create a lot of, um, and these systems are <laughs> for me. Uh, so uh, I create a lot, like 90% is useful websites that you need to know. So I have a, my opening hook. I, I list out uh, the five websites that I'm going to share. Uh, it, typically in a Google Doc, it's nothing fancy. Uh, I have website. Uh, and then I list a reaction because I do the like conversation talking to myself style video because yep. that's what yep. really for me. So opening hook, uh, reaction, website one, reaction, website two, reaction, et cetera. So I have my outline. Then I just record it uh, on my phone on an uh, each uh, individual clip basis. Um, and again, nothing fancy. The only equipment that I use is a ring light uh, for my short form vertical video wow. content. Okay. Uh, I hold the phone up to my screen, uh, record, uh, <laughs> it's not even like, uh, recording on my phone, uh, as, as far as like screen record, I just yeah. hold uh, the camera up to my computer screen and, and press record. I then edit it typically in, uh, in CapCut. Uh, I love CapCut free okay. editing app on your, on your phone. I don't edit anything on uh, the computer anymore because it's just a streamlined fast process. So I edit it in CapCut. Uh, I add hard-coded subtitles within CapCut. Just yep. click a button, uh, voice to, to subtitles, and then you can customize them as you want. Uh, export and then upload. And because I've done that uh, so many times across all of these platforms, it's just second nature. The whole process takes me 20-ish minutes, maybe 30 wow. minutes tops. Yeah. And I just, uh, I'm a very ADHD entrepreneur uh, as well. You know, I've always, I, I always got to do something else. So I'll be working and I'll be like, oh, I, I got to, I'm, I'm a little bored. I need a break from this. Let me create a, a short video. And then I go into video creation mode and do all of that and post it and then get back to work. And that's chaotic. Uh, not everybody wow. can follow that flow, but it, it's what works for me. Well, I, it's powerful because I, it doesn't, I don't know, to me, it doesn't seem as chaotic is you might say it to be mm -hmm. and, and maybe because I create content too. I don't know. Like it doesn't seem overwhelming. I, I think mm -hmm. what what's immensely evident with what you do is you've just been so committed to the process yeah. that it's now second nature. Yeah. Right. Like one of the, the thing that stood out to me the most to social con was when you said when you started doing YouTube shorts that it was 600 videos. Yeah. Before you started seeing any traction there, 
Yep. And bro, I've got people that are going, you know, I tried video and it just wasn't for me. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, when you say you tried video, like, what does that mean? And every one of them is like, well, I did five. I did nine. <laughs> I did 12. So can you talk for just a minute about, well, several things. One, why people are so quick to quit something that doesn't instantly yield them what they hope to get from it. And then is there like a mindset unlock that, that you've done with some of your clients that are just so averse to being in front of the camera and you've truly helped them overcome that discomfort? Yeah. So there's, there's a couple things there. So um, yeah, it, a good mindset shift in general is consistency over time trumps everything else. In my opinion, there yeah. will always be people that get faster results than you that are more natural on camera than you that, you know, have more connections than you have more money than you, et cetera, all of, all of these things. Right. But if you can just stay consistent, focus on the, the macro, not the micro think about the big picture. Yeah. You know, on you get even 30 days. Like I, I love to tell people take a 30 day challenge, but oftentimes that's not enough to yeah. really build consistent momentum. J just, this is a new thing that you do. <laughs> this is your life. Now. Yeah. Create content. Stop worrying about it. It's going to work for you in the long run. Shut up and, and just keep doing it. You know, just like everything in life. Uh, it's like rep getting reps in at the gym. You go for, you go to the gym for 30 days. You, you might, you're going to see a little bit of traction, but it's sure. not like, you know, the gym wasn't for me. I gave it a shot. Uh, I'll, I'll never be fit. You know, it's yeah. because you didn't yeah. stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's the same thing. So, um, yeah, consistent consistency over time, you, you just have to put in, put in that time and ask yourself, how bad do you want it? You know, mm. I wanted it really freaking bad. I've been doing this for 14, yeah. uh, 18 years since I was 14 years old. Wow. And, and, and really uh, like I've had some little wins here and there, um, had wins back on MySpace when I started, but really the success has come in the last two years. And so, you know, that's, that's the long game. So many people have, ha have gotten success faster than me, uh, have blown up faster than me, uh, but nobody can out hustle me. Uh, and I'm just getting started. You know, I'm excited to yeah. see what happens in other 18 years from now, who knows? Cause yeah. I'm not slowing down, but um, as far as uh, getting uh, clients to, to see that particular, we were, we were kind of chatting about this at social con. So uh, a, a lot of my professional background is in the behavioral health space, therapists, right. addiction treatment centers, uh, psychologists, and uh, they're uh, they're not inherently comfortable on camera. They stare into that soulless black eye of the oh, land yeah. and they freeze up and they're like, ah, oh, the endless possibilities of the internet and where this could go. But they talk to people all day. They're comfortable talking to people. And so uh, just the simplest hack that we've learned to get out of your own way of being uh, afraid of, of creating content on camera is just have somebody press record or, or hold the phone if you're doing vertical video and, and have your eye line right above the camera or right next to the camera. Mm. And so, uh, and you can, uh, you can even ask the, the professional, the talent, uh, a question and then they respond to you. They're, they're looking at you rather than the camera. You just happen to be holding the camera. But that is a great mindset shift 
that has helped so many people is just don't worry about the camera. Talk to the person holding the camera. So good. Well, and I see you do this. There, there's several people in, in my realm that are doing this too, is in a lot of your videos, you're not addressing the camera at all, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because you're doing characters. And so you're, you're literally, you know, looking like this. Mm -hmm. And so is that like, I've kind of noticed that if I can get people to, to really feel like the camera's not there because now you're not even looking anywhere near it. Yeah. Right. It, are you cool with when, with y'all's clients? Like if, if they want to kind of do that off camera conversation, do, do you find yeah. that effective? Heck yeah. Uh, it, it, it's funny. This, this has become a whole subgenre. Like, yeah, I do like the back and forth, like uh, as if I'm talking to myself, but, but something that I've noticed is like people are creating content where it looks like a fake podcast and they're staring off into the yeah. distance as if they were talking to somebody, but in yeah. reality, there's literally nobody there. <laughs> I create this content. Yeah. Like when I do podcasts and I'm like, dude, that was so good. After we're done recording, I'll prop my camera up and then mm -hmm. act as if I'm actually delivering it into the podcast, mm -hmm. but there's not a podcast. Yeah. It's, it works. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting psychological thing because you, you, it, it puts you in a different mindset shift, right? It's like you're watching a, a podcast rather than watching somebody talk at yeah. you, you're listening into a conversation. So it's, it's very much a mindset shift in, in content and it's, it's fascinating that it, it works. It is fascinating. And I, I just think like whatever it takes the individual to do the work, right? Like ideally, I wish you'd look into the camera as if like we're having coffee and you know, you're going to glance away sometimes because if you and I are having coffee and I'm just like this the whole time, like that's super <laughs> weird. Right. But real, I mean, we're real quick, uh, real yeah. quick, uh, side, side note on that. There's, uh, in NVIDIA, uh, the graphics card processor uh, is rolling out or they they rolled out this new AI software that um, it tracks your your face uh, for video. So you can look uh, down and away, but it still positions your face as if it's staring on camera. I've seen that, which is That's super so weird. crazy. And I, I, I can't help but imagine like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, because it it does cause a problem, right? Like for eye contact, right? Like I'm looking yeah. at you, yeah, uh, on the computer, but I'm not looking at the the mic. Right. But that you know it creates that weird thing, yeah. And so this this helps with eye contact in in theory, but but now like could you imagine a, a Zoom call mid pandemic? Twenty people are, are are on the call and everybody's just staring straight ahead Dude. as a robot. It looks like super I'm, like unreal, unreal. It's it, very creepy. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> But, but is it right? It's always, cause I, I want to talk about AI in a minute, but whatever that is, as creepy as it may be, we needed to create that so that whatever the next thing can come, can come. Right. So I'm sure over time, they're going to figure out how to humanize it and make it less weird and awkward, <laughs> yeah. but we need weird and awkward to get beyond yep. weird and awkward. Yep. Yep. And, and I think that's what I want people to understand that, that, that listen to the podcast is like you can't not be weird and awkward when you start this journey. Mm -hmm. Right? Every like oh I think it was London that I think he spoke the day before you got there. Yeah. But like he showed his first video he ever did. And it's it's hilarious. And now the kid's got, you know, 10 million followers on 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 you know, TikTok and 
has probably more money than I'll ever see in my life. (laughs) And it all started by just a willingness to be stupid in front of the camera. Yeah. I mean, that's the case with every big creator. You look at Mr. Beast, uh, who's the most followed person on the internet. Uh, his his first videos suck. They're terrible. Right. They're terrible. Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, another great entrepreneur video guy. His, yeah. his early videos, terrible. He was reviewing wine. It's trash. Oh, yeah. Garbage. So, so, real, so real quick then on this subject, why, like, because there's, I, I've yet to see anyone that's doing well on the internet that has an incredible first anything, right? Like I really just don't even think it exists. No. So if we know that to be true, why is it that you, Gary V, right? Sean Cannell, who I've seen you talk about in your videos, right? Any of these people, why is it that we all know what the truth is, but you're willing to do it. And then the rest of the people are not fear. Yeah, it's, it's fear of it's fear of the unknown. It's fear of commitment. It's fear of other people uh, coming into the comments and and making fun of them. The trolls, you know, which is just a part of content creation. It's the fear of their friends and family members seeing their early stumbles. Yeah, and and judging them in, in real life. And you know, when you get out of your own way and say, "Who cares." Right. And anybody that's going to make fun of you for that is really coming from a place of their own personal insecurities anyway. Yep. Just create content. You're doing something with your life. Your yep. message matters. You have information that can help and inspire other people. Don't let the negative what ifs get in the way of that. You are enough. Get started. Get creating. Bro, you can't see it because I'm standing, but my my little whiteboard right here. It says you were born enough on it. I love that. You know, because it's what I believe, right? Yeah. I, I don't think any of us lack anything. No, we just all get different call times to the stage. Yeah. And some, you know, some come earlier than others. Yep. 100%. So you, I was, uh, I was actually, I was laying in bed this morning with my wife. I was and I was telling her about our podcast today and I was like, honey, you got to see this guy. I don't know why he said yes to come on my show. I'm so <laughs> excited and nervous and I've got to show you what he does in his videos. And because you you talked about this social con and you know yep. where I'm going with this. Yeah. And, and you mentioned earlier, right? The fear that we have of being trolled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you've kind of hacked into this trolling the trolls mm-hmm. where you put things out there that you know will get trolled. And the reality of what's happening is those trolls are fueling your algorithm. They're pouring gasoline on your videos. Yep. And because they're like, you misspelled that word. Hey, you've got a folder back there that says Trump nudes, right? Like, <laughs> dude, talk us through because I, I was rolling thinking about this as you were talking about it. And I, I just, I love it for so many reasons. So Talk about like how that's an engagement hack and and what you do and all that. Yeah. So I want everybody to just quickly think about like if you've ever done anything wrong in your life or content, um, what are, what are people quick to do? They're they're quick to to correct you. They're quick to assert their egos. And yep. oftentimes, if you make a post online and you make a typo or there's a grammatical error in there, what happens? The grammar Nazis run to the comments, right? It's yeah. A term- for a yeah. reason. Right? Yeah. And so 
all of these platforms don't care about if it's positive engagement or negative engagement. They just want engagement, right? And it's so much easier to get negative engagement Mm. because people love to correct you. They love to assert themselves. They love to assert their egos and explain why they're right and you're wrong based on whatever reason it is. And, so, and, and oftentimes it's their own personal anecdotal evidence. And, and, and it, I could go off on a tangent on that. Like we work with doctors and whatnot. And they're like, based on my personal experience, you're wrong. <laughs> Your entire medical history and experience is wrong. It's like ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And so, you know, at some point I had a little epiphany about that. You know, I had, I, I had made a unintentional error and I, I think the video went viral because I mispronounced a word or something. And I was like, oh, there's something here. You know, the trolls, you know, can I, can I leverage this? Can I, can I use this as a, as a test? And I'm always testing things online. And so I started incorporating this. I started uh, mispronouncing words on purpose. I started messing up my hair in videos and, and making my glasses all weird. Uh, I've put like, like, like a, uh, like something on my teeth, uh, before I, I will, um, uh, I will, uh, uh, share the folders, like you said. So I share a lot of useful websites and I'll put something very suspect below. Uh, and so it causes people to run to the comments and say, anybody else see this thing or, or, you know, correct, correct you on this thing. Um, it causes them to rewatch the video to make sure that they saw what they think they saw first. Right increases my engagement, increases my view duration, rewatch rate, views, and everything goes through the roof because the subject matter of my videos is actually helpful. It's, it's um, uh, educational. It's, in, it's, des- it's designed for a specific audience that will help them with something. And so because it's easier to get that negative engagement, that negative engagement helps me reach more people. So don't worry about the trolls. And like, if you have a, 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 a physical thing that you're self-conscious about, you can set up comment filters. Uh, so you don't even see those things out of sight, out of mind. You don't have to take it as, as far as I can, but, but think about little strategies that you can do to, to increase your engagement. Another quick one that I'll do is uh, I'll say five useful websites and I'll only show four on purpose drives people crazy like where's the fifth website and they rewatch it to make sure that there's only you know only four or five but yeah these these things work there it's it's engagement gold mines so i i love i love this so much uh i i think it forces us to get out of our shelves and and honestly like take ourselves a little too seriously because i remember social con right after you finish q a started and Jeff's first question was, man, you, you're putting these folders like kind of as Easter eggs and just the backgrounds of your videos. Well, for like real estate agents and, and mortgage lenders, like, isn't that like unprofessional? <laughs> and that's the first question in our industry, right? And I would imagine the industry that you came out of, right, with doctors. And I mean, obviously, they're not trying to be funny in videos necessarily. And so what... Is there a balance between like you being silly and you being serious or have you just kind of fully embraced like this is who I am this is my personality if people are offended by it that's you're probably not my people like how what you, how do you how do you kind of sort through that 
Yeah, for me personally, um, you know, yes, this is this is who I am. I'm I'm a goof. I make the dumb dad jokes on the fly. I'll you know I'll I'll randomly uh, make something uh, a, a song and it annoys the shit out of my wife. Pardon my language. I don't know <laughs> where on your podcast. But, oh yeah, you can cuss on um, here. <laughs> um, that's just who I am. I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I'm a goof. Uh, I'm authentic. And the more that you lean into that authenticity, the more that you're going to attract the right people. People will see that on authenticity. You're not putting an act on. It helps you uh, prevent burnout, uh, creator burnout, which is a real thing too. Like if you're always putting on an act and, and not being yourself, yeah. you can only do that for so long. So just embrace who you are and, and lean into it. Now, naturally, there is a professional element uh, for certain industries, and so you don't have to go as as extreme uh, into that. But but think about like little Easter eggs or recurring uh, things that you can do that brings your regular viewers in on an inside joke or a recurring thing uh, that can increase uh, in- engagement. I met a great guy at, at SocialCon that that gave a very G rated. Uh, answer to this. He had this little stuffed animal wolf called Wolfie. I don't know if you saw this. Oh guy. yeah. Yeah. So all of, all of his content, he's got this little stuffed animal doll. And so yeah. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is a perfect G rated answer to this. In every yeah. video, he could hide that little stuffed animal somewhere in the background. And it's a game of where's Wolfie in every, yeah. Single- yeah. like look out for it. it. He's in weird positions. You know, it's like, uh, uh, what, what's the elf thing that yeah, elf, elf on a shelf, elf on a shelf. Right. And yeah. so you got, yeah. you got him on a fan, you got him, you know, sipping a beer in the background, something silly, just working little, it doesn't have to be crazy or extreme or unprofessional. I do it in a fun way that they like, I crack myself up when I look at the, when I add these yeah. folders, there. I'm like, Oh, this is so stupid. <laughs> well, it, and you, I was going to ask you and you, you answered it by talking about Wolfie, right? Like, in, in the real estate space, a lot of videos that are being done are home tours mm-hmm. and they're done so bad. They're so yeah. boring. Yeah. And, and so th- that would be like, take a, an animal, take mm-hmm. like pick an object that makes, makes it identifiable to you, hide yeah. it in the house somewhere and you do it enough times. And then you put in the comments like, Hey, what room was such and such in? Yeah. And and you get twenty videos into that, and now it's like a game show, yeah, right. And people can't wait to to engage it and be a part of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. I, I also remember so two two other quick examples, and and maybe this is a little too extreme for the real estate crowd, but, nah. but just, just to play a little. So I, I brought up another example on on stage that there was a a, a viral listing on Redfin maybe a year or, or two ago. And it looked like a normal listing. You're scrolling through the photos, beautiful house. But then in the, in the basement, there was all these, it was like a sex dungeon down there. <laughs> there was all of these like, like crazy devices that oh there's my gosh. weird whips and stuff hanging on the wall. And so what did it do? It, go, it went viral. Everybody shared that thing. You know, it went crazy. Everybody was talking about it. So you could do something like that. I saw another really funny uh, ad, video ad the other day where they left a lot of stuff open to imagination, and and it was so fun. So it was a it was a shower head that had like pulsating water, and okay. so it was guy, guys and girls, and they're they're you know going through the highlights, and they're like, 
Yeah, I love the the pulsating on this. It, it just it, it vibrates really fast. I love using it on my hair, and I love using it on my. And then they cut to another scene, so it just <laughs> it just leaves it up. And they did it like four or five times, so it's like it's a joke. It's open, sure, to but it's really funny. It's really funny. I I really believe. I I think every industry needs to like bring themselves down a notch. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I don't know that I want a doctor that's like putting a fake folder of like nude photos, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, sure. all the way to what you do. <laughs> yeah. But I'd also appreciate a doctor that I could like share a laugh with yeah. and and not be like, oh, oh, doctors in the room, you know? Yeah. Th there's a level of humanity that I think a lot of us miss mm -hmm. by trying to be who we think we need to be yep. as opposed to just being who we naturally are. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, another, another great example of, of this, we have a, a client that's, uh, that buys and sells gold jewelry and, uh, and all, all kinds of different things. And so we did a video that's going viral for him right now where he bought, he, he got like a giant bag of gold teeth out of okay. people. Right. And so he, he, you know, he, he's picking these things up with his hand and, and putting it on the scale and stuff. And then at the end of the video, he goes, this deal's finger licking good. And it, <laughs> oh my God, everybody goes, what? what? That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you washed your hands in between. And right. And like, we did it on purpose and, sure. it, and oh, it's exploding. So there's a lot of like things that you can, you know, think outside of the box and, and get, a, you know, work in your personality. It's, it's so powerful, man. I, yeah. And as, as, as we wrap this up, I, I want to know a couple things. One, who who is the person on social that you follow the most that just you get nuggets from, whether it's learning how to edit a video, getting a creative idea, like who is that follow that that you were to me, right? I needed to know you, which is what made me thankful for social con because I didn't know I needed to know you. Who who is that person that that people should go go follow? Well, I've had a lot of, there's a lot of people that I've really looked up to and, and watch a lot of their content, uh, to continue learn from. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, deeply inspiring to me. And I've, I've kind of just, you know, taken his advice and, and, uh, emulated a, a lot of uh, yeah. what he's done, uh, not just what he says, but what he's, what he does. Um, and that's worked really well for me. Uh, you mentioned Sean Cannell at the beginning, uh, yeah. it's a, a, amazing, um, I think media, I, I've looked up to that guy for a long time and I, I just had the privilege of meeting him. Uh, oh, very a, cool. Yeah. Social media marketing world. And I, he actually invited me on his podcast. So that Come was on. A huge, yeah, a huge life accomplishment for me. Um, and then great, great YouTubers, uh, Tim Schmoyer, Roberto Blake, um, I mean, Jeremy Vest is, is, has become a really good friend. I've seen him speak and I learn a ton from him. Uh, there's so many people, but those, those are the first that come to mind. Heck yeah, man. We'll, we'll link those down in the show notes and a funny fact or fun fact. I guess it's not funny. Sean and I were both pastors. Yeah. Cool. And so I met Sean like back when we were pastors. Oh, wow. And then all of a sudden I find out that like, he's not pastor anymore because he's gonna like try to do what he's doing and it just seems so weird and crazy and bizarre at the time yeah 
and and now it's unbelievable you know what what he's been able to do yeah with youtube and in his books and so yeah the answer is start yeah right that that's the key ingredient and everybody i know that's doing incredible things online is is they started and uh and so bro tell us before we finish tell us about syllabi mm -hmm. because i'm i'm freaking pumped about it it's solving a problem that everyone has, which is, I don't know what to talk about. And then once we tell them what to talk about, I don't know what to say about it. And you're solving this through syllabi. Yeah. So we're, uh, it, it's, it's addressing a lot of the biggest problems that I've seen working in, in the social media marketing space for, for so many years, business owners know they need to create content but they don't know what topics uh, to create. They don't know what their customers are searching for. They don't know what to say in the videos. They need help staying uh, cons uh, consistent and accountable. Uh, they, uh, they don't want to be on camera or they don't uh, like being on camera. They don't want to learn uh, editing and they don't have the time to post across all of it. And so what we're doing is uh, with the power of AI and some brilliant software engineers on our team, taking care of all of that. Uh, wow. So the, right now, Syllabi shows you the questions that people are searching for in your industry, any industry. We give you a lot of data behind all of those questions as well. Then with the click of a button, uh, you can uh, generate a video script all around those questions uh, for a short form vertical video. So 30 seconds or 60 seconds long, or for YouTube, two minutes or five minute video scripts. You can add that onto a content calendar. We have it gamified so you can mark as complete and it updates the your percentage. So you're like, yeah, I wow. did one. And then this week, actually, we're rolling out uh, AI video creation, uh, which is the next step in that process. Okay. So now click of a button, it takes that video script and it makes a video for you with a realist, uh, like a human avatar with wow. a realistic voice saying the script, talking to your audience. And then the next step that we're working on is actual social media integration and scheduling. So you can take that video and schedule it out across all of your social media platforms. I'm wow. removing every excuse to not be active on social media anymore. Yeah. In two months from now, there's no, there's no excuse. You can do the whole thing in minutes. Whoa. So as all that new stuff rolls out, I, I can't imagine that syllabi.io stays $49 a month. Uh, there will be different pricing tiers. Uh, we're always going to keep that plan. There's always going to be a free trial as well. Anybody can go and, and sign up for free. Uh, and then, yeah, there will be different pricing tiers with a, a credit allocation. So depending on oh. how much content, uh, you want to create and, and post on a monthly basis, um, you can pay more for, for more. Now, well, those of us already in there and loving you while you don't have all of those things yet, do we get grandfathered in? To anything. There'll be, yeah, there'll be some grandfather process. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So everybody needs to go yep. jump on syllabi.io and get signed up. Absolutely. So I'm not even going to ask, how do we follow you on social? Because we, that, that's easy, right? So <laughs> you're, you're easy to find. Actually, you kind of weren't super easy to find because you, because some of your handles are actually socialty pro. Yeah. So go, go search Socialty Pro, guys. Uh, you're, you're Austin Armstrong on Facebook. Uh, real quick, before we wrap up, you said, because I'm a Facebook guy. I love Facebook. 
most people crap on it these days, but it is where currently you're putting the, you know, a lot of your focus. Yeah. Can you just tell us real quick, like why that shift has happened? Yeah. So about nine months ago, they rolled out professional mode on personal profiles. And anytime a platform rolls out a new feature, jump on it because they're pushing it. And so I did, I jumped on uh, professional mode and in nine months I've gone from just friends and family. And I think I had 5,000 followers or something like that, which was the most she could have. Yeah. Uh, I'm now at about 810,000 followers in in nine months. Uh, The reach on Facebook is astronomical right now. Post Facebook reels, the same short form vertical videos. Like if you're doing YouTube shorts or Instagram reels or, or TikTok videos, just post them uh, natively in the Facebook app. The reach is insane right now. They're trying to compete with TikTok. Wow. Uh, Yeah. They're going on the offense and it's a, it's a huge opportunity. That's probably not going to be around forever. Sure. You got to ride these waves of these platforms. Guys, you heard it from Austin, who has more authority than me. So maybe you should listen to me. But if you won't, listen to Austin. Bro, thanks for being on on the show with me. Thank you for having me on. It was a privilege and an honor. This has been super cool. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.